Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jefferson Davis at jeffersondavis.us. In this week's show, episode 23 of Kilos of Crack, myself and Brian F. at brianf.us and Dr. Don at whoknows.us or .com. In this week's show, we discuss everything from national emergencies to Wildwood, New Jersey at the end of the show. Please stay tuned uh, for next week's show and... The numbers are kind of messed up in the episodes, but I will get all that straightened out. <laughs> but we just recorded this one today on the 16th of February, 2019, and I'm going to upload it today. So it should be in your iTunes or whatever podcast app you use uh, tomorrow morning at the very latest. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Far, far away. We're actually doing something a little bit different today. We're standing up. I've got a microphone on the stand, and yep. we're standing up so we can talk more trash. That or fall over and pass out. Why? What are you drinking? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. <laughs> oh. I don't have to drink or anything to pass out. Uh. I just fall over sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. I, they, they can't figure it out. They think it's my B12 shot. Okay. So B12 will load. They're thinking that's hoping that that's why it is. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right, well, it must be. It might be because I only fell down one time after I started taking them shots, so that might be in it. Okay. Mm. But it ain't got summertime yet either, so. Right. I spent the last two hours, over two hours, fighting with Skype and my Skype recorder called Pamela. Okay. Well, they don't jive no more, and I tried to uninstall Skype or the newer, newest version and install the newest version. <laughs> And or install the old version, and it's still doing the same thing of making me install the new version. So I finally found an app uh, that will record with the new version that's free. Cool. So, yeah. I can only record 30 hours in 30 days, but I don't think that'll be a problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Uh, yeah. Right. But anyway, we're, we're, we're here. So what have you guys been up to this week? Got new uh, glasses. All right, now we can see. Yep. <laughs> so all three of us are old, old, old crackers now, yep. wearing glasses and exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're going on the Volkswagen a little bit. Uh, started making some new door panels, and today I was kind of mocking up some uh, new exhaust tips. Ah. So I'm not decided if I want to run in front of the back tire or behind the back tire. Well, if you live in Pennsylvania, it's got to be behind the back tire. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> it's probably that way here. He's going to have to find out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> they may want to check on that. They make me take them off. I try If I do it that way, if they make me take them off, I'll just run to open header and be done with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they'll, that won't work either. <laughs> we have a decibel limit here. Actually, we have two different decibel limits. There's a decibel limit for private property, and there's a decibel limit for being on the road yeah. on public property. Well, uh, it depends on it. Like the vintage cars, older cars, mm-hmm. more people, especially if they're cool looking, they'll kind of just kind of look away. Yeah, like, that, cool, yeah, man. yeah. But, you, know, you may have a you know. Rookie. It's kind of like that. If if you pat my back, I'll pat yours. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Unless you got one of these rookie cops got to make a name for herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. You wrote me a ticket for exhaust being too loud. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good luck on your... Uh, uh. Yeah, that guy made the county a lot of money. Oh, man. California's upset about the, their uh, exhaust law because they snuck it in at the last minute. 
They're not going to do anything. They're a bunch of pansies out there oh, anyway. Oh, no, they're making them do it. They're charging them a thousand dollars. No, I'm, I'm saying the people, oh. not the government. <laughs> the people out there is a bunch of pansies anyway. Oh, yeah, so they'll say, that. I'm so sorry yeah, and yeah. apologize, and uh, that'll be the end of it. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Let them make their own country. Then we, after they make it their own country, we just come right on over and take it back from them. And, <laughs> and then we say, you know, all your stupid yeah. ass laws. Are... Once the economy collapses <laughs> and uh, what are they like? The uh, if California was it its own country, would they? They'd be in a, actually still be in the top ten, right? Because because their import export top GDP. ten top ten economy in the world, the state yeah. of California. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For them. But if they were their own country, they would enact more socialist programs and right. be yeah. broke within 10 years. Exactly. Well, at least we wouldn't have too far to throw them other people over the border on their side. <laughs> you don't like us? There's your socialists over there. Go with I saw a meme the other day that was, uh, it was President Trump looking out the window of his airplane, and, and he's, in the meme he said, what a shithole. And, and somebody said, that's California, Mr. President. And he said, well, we should put a fence around it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. But uh, speaking of the president and national emergencies and the wall, um, actually, I saw a really interesting documentary yesterday about a... Uh, Military group building a wall. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. In Belfast, Northern Ireland. Also, they also built the wall in uh, Derry, Free yep. Derry, and other parts of Northern Ireland, but they built the damn wall because of a national emergency. And speaking of national emergencies, uh, Maxine Waters, the nut job, <laughs> is calling for riots all over the country to express to the president how much how this is not an emergency. She's inciting a riot. Should be censured and should be kicked out of office. Yep. And we should have the first riot at her house. Yeah, yeah right. there you go. <laughs> but there's actually, speaking of national emergencies, there's actually 28 active national emergencies presently ongoing. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Nine of them, nine of them enacted by Barack Hussein Obama. Yep. A uh, national emergency is like a memorandum it's ongoing until it's ended yeah but it has about the same power of a well, a little bit more power than a memorandum but uh there's actually something i can i'm gonna run this by you i've not had a chance to go into the law in depth and, and check on it but the budget that they passed yesterday and the president signed is an omnibus bill i'm sure you've heard that and it is there's all kind of spending in there, massive overreach, government overreach, more spending, mm-hmm. more garbage. Yep, exactly. But what concerned me about it, other than that in general, when we're $22 trillion in debt, what concerned me about it other than all of that was the way this bill is written when, when it's referencing in the section where it's referencing, I did read this part, the wall, if they're putting the wall, okay, every city that they go through, where they're going to build this wall, this border, this uh-huh. fence. They have to get approval for the wall and its construction by the city council oh. and the county council, and they have to give them six months to deliberate in order to get approval 
And if they deny approval, if they say, no, you're not building your wall in our city, then they, ha- they can't do it. But what I was thinking is because this is declared as a national emergency, can he overwrite that part of the bill? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he can. Okay. That's why, yeah, it makes sense. And I think that's one reason, another reason he's doing it is just to cut through all that BS. Because otherwise, the bill is useless, you know, even if it has $1.7 billion for the wall. Uh-huh. You know, it's still useless because most of those lived-hearted towns, uh, not necessarily in Texas, but in Arizona, they're not going to allow them to build the wall there. That was my question. It's going to be, you know, overwrite that part of the bill. Well, I think that would come under uh, national security, and that would override everything. Well, it, it is a matter of national security. It's a, mas- it's a matter of a republic, a democracy. It's a matter of Hispanics, and this is something that's wishy-washy and nobody wants to talk about. And, and I don't like broad painting groups of people, but there are there is statistical data to prove these things that I'm going to say. But Hispanics come from majority socialist countries. That's what they like. They come here, they get on government funding, they work hard, and they pay taxes if they're legal, but they get on government funding, and they support socialist and Democrat politicians. So the more of them, the less free, libertarian, you know, old-school Republican we're going to be, and the more socialist that we're going to become. So that's why it is a national emergency. We don't need no more. I mean, also, it's just a matter, it's not a matter of hating them, but it's a matter of America being America and being free. Right. Uh, and also, it, that border being so wide open, not only that the illegals are coming over, but they're helping other people that are trying to get into the United States. So if I, if say I was a Muslim, radical Muslim. Oh, they've caught uh, Muslim uh, Muslim radicals or, or, at the border, or, you know, a, coming through the Mexican border. Some kind of, you know, <clears throat> Russian scientist, you know, trying to get over here illegally to help make bombs. The Russians did it. The Russians did it. <laughs> yeah. They're always doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I mean, I thought this was pretty ballsy when I seen this. <clears throat> when they, you know, they uh, when the Russian president was over. there, uh, around the table and they were talking about stuff. They had file folders open, which the newscasters was kind of, you know, videoing the, the him talking, but also you could see the stuff on the table. And, you know, they were blatantly out saying that, you know, they're coming after us. They're, you know, they're going to start a war with us. I mean, that was pretty damn ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over here. We'll smack you. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But, because our troops can't fight. Because they, you know, they don't want to go out and <clears throat> learn how to shoot a gun. <laughs> actually, we do have a problem. They're actually changing. I read this a few weeks ago. They're, they're cha- they are changing the training back to old school, or as old school as they can legally do, with the Army and all the military branches because it's gotten so lax, lax and <laughs> pansified. It is. I mean, it's... That it's, it's, it's a joke now. If you don't want to fight... You don't want to go and protect your country, then don't join the fucking military. Military is for war, and we go to war to help protect our country. If you don't want to help, don't join. 
You want a free check to stay at home and draw your damn check at home. Well, a lot of people join the military to get the uh, signing the, bonus. Um, Signing bonus, but also the uh, uh, the college thing, the, the GI yeah, Bill of Rights. The GI Bill of Rights, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I see both sides of that. You know, they deserve something. <laughs> if you're gonna go get your ass shot at, then you deserve things. Yeah, you know, but I don't and respect. I don't think that you should go in and join the military just to get that. No, no, to go you to should college to learn something else. If and you're then, gonna join the military, are you gonna serve? The United States in any principal way, civilly or militarily at all, it should be yep. for the people of the United States, right. your damn family, right. for freedom, for the Bill of Rights, for all, for the damn Constitution, for all of it. It shouldn't be any of that other stuff, but it is. And then you've got people that live in these uh, big cities in bad neighborhoods. You know, maybe they're just trying to get out of a bad situation, but. After they're taught how to kill and how to blow shit up, they go back home and join the gangs and yep. kill people and yep. blow shit yep. up. Yeah. So which huh. is retarded to do it that way because you can basically get on YouTube and figure all that out in the internet, Google. Well, there are people in the military now that are not even United States citizens. There's a damn program that actually, the, I think the president tried to stop it. Where people that are not citizens of the United States can join the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. We can teach them how to blow shit up. And when they come out, I mean, it's a program to become a U.S. citizen. But I think if you're going to be in the military, you should be a U.S. citizen before. Yeah. No, no, you, um, you do not have to be a U.S. citizen to uh, join the military. Which I think is crazy. Yeah, I do too. I'm sorry, but that's... I understand that, you know, you want to join, you know, be a citizen of this country, and we... The problem nowadays is we don't know what someone's uh, intentions, intentions are. are. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not 50 years ago when people really earnestly wanted to become right. a United States citizen and be a part of this country. It's... You, you don't know. Right. hmm I think and also just... Like from the these other countries coming over using our college schools to learn stuff like medical, and then as soon as they graduate, they, you know they do your what year or so over here after that, and then they hop back over to do their country, and you know they got it made. I I think if you come to school from another country to learn at our schools, I think you should have to stay here for so long anyway. Unless, you know, you're causing trouble. There was a, speaking of, of that, there was a, uh, I watched that Stefan Molyneux, uh, he's got a great YouTube channel, he does a podcast, um, he's a philosopher, but he had a guy on, uh, that was, I think he was, uh, try, somewhere in the Middle East, uh, and he was in Germany, uh, going there to become a doctor. And he was talking to Stefan, and you know, you gotta have balls to talk to Stefan if you're, you know, if you fit a certain, <laughs> if you fit this criteria, then you gotta have balls to talk to him anyway. But anyway, the guy was uh, going to school for free. The Germans were paying for it. The Germans were paying for his housing. The Germans were paying for his food. The Germans were paying for his car. The Germans were paying for his phone. 
the Germans were paying for everything. And, you know, Stefan asked him at, during the interview, he said, what are you going to do when uh, you finish your education, your residency and all that? He said, oh, I'm going back home. Mm-hmm. So Stefan said, wait a minute now. What? He said, the German people brought you there. They fed you, have educated you, have put a roof over your head, have given you a car, have given you everything that you've got, and you're going to run back home when you get educated. Well, yeah, that's that, that's been my plan the whole time. <laughs> uh, I was cracking up because, you know, he's like, and Stefan's like, well, you're not going to pay back the people that have helped you. And he's like, oh, I, I don't care about that. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be educated and go back home and make a bunch of money and live great. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that we've got going on all over the, you know, right. in the Western society, is people coming from I mean, I bad have, countries. I have nothing against anybody wanting to learn and broaden themselves and, and make a better life for themselves, but I just don't think that, I don't know, some of these, some of these, some of these things, these people coming over, coming over to, to learn at our schools hate us so freaking bad they would tear their, tear our throats out their hands if they was able to. And then we teaching them, and then they go run right back to their country and, and using their knowledge for the bad. That's why I think that's Brian, your input on this? <laughs> well, when I went to school at University of Arizona in the 80s, there was a large contingent of Saudi students there. And I have no doubt that they all got their education at the U and then went right back to Saudi Arabia. And the U.S. government, I sure, paid for them to go to school there. <laughs> now that I don't know. Yeah, well, they could have been, you know, rich from rich Saudi families. Uh-huh. So. Maybe we should uh, tone our our schools down to, you know, if you're coming over from— Stupid a, levels? Uh, no, not stupid. <laughs> I'm not talking about that way. I'm talking about, you know, if we have a country— We're already stupid. Go if, ahead, we, if we have a country that—, that majority of the people hate us and want to kill us and wouldn't, you know, not even a breath wasted on us. The president tried that. He's tried to yeah. prevent people from coming from those countries, well, but I mean, then the left went freaking nuts. Well, yeah, but he won that. Learn medical or stuff like that, but when, they, when we're teaching these people that come over and learn how to use lasers and bomb making materials and stuff like that i think that right there should be a like a big red flag hey oh, well, he's coming from a country that hates us severely do we need to be teaching him this stuff but again those countries are so you know pretty wealthy you know they just buy <coughs> shit from us anyway so <laughs> yeah it's like saudi arabia if they're coming over here and they have the money to do so then hey yeah. whatever if you go back home and you know use that to, we don't care if you kill all our people as long as you don't hurt us and you. As pay long me as well. you pay for uh, it, yeah, you know I don't care what you do. Yeah, as long as you pay me well to get you this stuff, <laughs> and you don't hurt our, my family. We're okay. You ever seen the show Empire? No, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I ain't seen it. I've seen previews of. Uh... Yeah, exactly. I've seen the hype for it. Well, I'm sure. I, I guess that you guys have heard about. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. Juicy, Juicy Smollett. Is that the guy got the attack? Accused of being attacked. Well, it's come out now that two of the extras on the uh-huh. show have been arrested by Chicago PD 
for staging the attack. So he's probably going to be in in trouble too. Uh, I I don't know what they're going to do to him. So but. is this guy like usually nice and easygoing and stuff? But now he's playing uh, his part on Empire, so he's got to beef his. You know, well, looks up. You know, hey, you know, I'm really there's bad guy. there's been uh, people suggesting that his part was going to be written off the show, so he needed something to uh. stay on, and and this was his PR stunt. <laughs> but if you're gonna say some redneck wrap the noose around your neck and cause you all kind of racist and homophobic things, the least you could do is come to South Carolina. I mean, Chicago? Uh, yeah. Uh, south side of Chicago? Really? <laughs> really? You going you to find a redneck in the south side of Chicago? Unless I go there, there's not any. Oh, Lord. I were to go up there and find this guy and be like, Hi, my name is Jefferson Davis. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. He'd be like, Oh, run. <clears throat> Chicken. That's a, I, I figured from the beginning that that was uh, staged. And, I mean, he was so stupid to use, you know, Chicago. You know, come down south. Let's say he's in. I might, might kind of, sort of, in a way, believe well, Charleston. See, see, redneck or Greenville, I would believe. A true redneck would have, you know, if we would have got accused and then, you know, found out it was staged. Like, yeah, the real rednecks it. would come after you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't accuse us. We're gonna teach you. Now, a real redneck would say, "Yeah, I, I wrapped a noose around." Us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thirty of us out there saying. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh lord yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know if he has a brain one in that head of his but yeah uh <clears throat> redneck in south side of chicago that just doesn't work exactly he, he must have asked alexa how to do it yeah <laughs> yeah how can i you know what kind of pr stunt can i come up with to uh stay on empire the like, hmm, let me see. Aha, yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, I, I know where he made his mistake. He asked Cortana, the Microsoft version. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> or uh, what's the one on Apple? I forget. Siri. Uh, Siri. Siri, okay. She's Miss not Siri. the same. She's changed. Yeah, she's not the woman she used to be. Exactly. <laughs> she's growing up. <laughs> she's probably a transvestite or something. Who knows? All I know is awesome. I heard an interview with, um, oh, God, Susan Barrett, the original voice of Siri. Oh. And she said as of uh, iOS 11, she is no longer the voice of Siri. Siri is a millennial. Oh, God. Well, you know, the the voice on Star Trek, The Next Generation, the computer? Yeah, that was Gene Roddenberry's wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Star Trek, you know, yeah. Us nerds, nerds unite. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was dead at the hot spot the other day, and um, I've, some stuff comes out of my mouth sometimes. I'm not even thinking, I'm just in my own world, and I happen to be down there. And after I got my change from the girl down there, she's real nice, and uh, we're talking. And I'm about to go out the door, and I saw. I said, "Autobots roll out." <laughs> she, about she about fell on the damn floor laughing. She Autobots, yeah. Autobots roll out. <laughs> Speaking of bots, I watched uh, Matrix Reloaded last night. I like that one. Yeah, I like that. One. That was pretty good. Revolution was crazy. Yeah, which one? Uh, 
Mm. Reload is the middle one. That's number two. Okay, Revolution is the, the, the key light. master with the, the yeah twin, yeah. Uh, Where he goes in that room and it's got the 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 leader of the Matrix and I thought he was in all of them. Uh, let's see. There's all the TVs in that room. That's yeah. Revolution. Okay. Yeah. That's where they blow they blow the building up and he's running through the fire. Yeah, yeah. If you pause that frame by frame, you can yeah. see all kinds of designs inside the fire. <laughs> because the people that do those uh, techniques and stuff, they hide all kinds of blue Oh, messages. yeah. It yeah. is wild. Go frame yeah. by frame. You got to see it. It's freaking wild. You got huh. naked women, sex, men, and I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. In what yeah, fire? People... Uh, when he's running through the building trying to escape, <clears throat> he's about to, I guess, fly out. Uh, I can't remember. Matrix Revolution. Okay. Or is it the original you're talking about? No, I don't think it's, it's not the original one. It's not the first one. I think it's the third. Revolution's the one with when the two, he's in that um, building. Two albinos in it. You know, they, well, they, they're in Reloaded. I know. Okay, Reloaded. Well, when they're in, he's coming out of the, the room with the mini TVs. Uh -huh. The main guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's coming out and it starts blowing up. Yeah. And if you watch, if you go through frame by frame, there is all kinds of stuff in there. And patterns in the fire. Huh. It's wild. Huh. Got skulls. They got, like I said, women, men, sex. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's wild. Yeah, people that work in uh, graphic design, especially on the, on the commercial side, they uh, they put all kind of me hidden messages oh, in everything. Yeah. Advertisement. The advertising is the worst. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like... Uh, What's that Halloween movie that you like so much? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> okay. with the the skull looking yeah, things. Yeah. Well, in the, the the theater poster. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. The girl sitting there beside him and she's jacking him off. <laughs> and I never you know really noticed that. And uh, it took somebody. It was, Kim said something to me the other day because we happened to go buy a car lot and then we seen the new Jeeps out there. I said, Oh man, I like how they done the Jeeps this year, but I don't mm. like. Seen the new Ford the Rangers? Parking lights or the you know, turn signals on the uh, fenders. Right. And she said, you know, I never would have noticed that. She said, but you notice all kinds of little, subtle little differences in everything. I see you at the store looking at stuff, and you you pick out the, the littlest things that could make a big deal to people. You seen the new uh, Ford Ranger? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're like $40,000, but... That's a base model. Yeah. Have you seen the new uh, Mustang they're trying to come out with now? Ford. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Hey, I'm not kidding. It is stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. If you don't want a sports car. Yeah, exactly. Then you buy your FM car. If you want a sports car, which the Mustang is a sports car. I don't know, man. Um, One of the greatest cars ever was the Vega. You remember the Vega? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that freaking thing would fly. Okay. But it was a wagon. Okay, trivial people. What was the okay. Pontiac version of the Vega called? Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know. Maybe. Dr. Don. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. I'm trying to think. I know what you're talking about. I've seen it. Is he going to get it? Okay, I can't remember. I'll have to give up on this. The Astra. The Extra? Astra. 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 
Okay. <laughs> I lost that one. Oh, yes, sir. I know we talked about the uh, the other car last week. Uh, what was that? With the air, uh, the hydraulic suspension brakes and all that? The Citron oh, the, uh, CM. Citron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Astra, the Ast- Astra today for Pontiac version of the Vega. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, my dad had a Vega and it had a 327 in it with a five speed. I thought they were in bigger in there. I knew people used to put 289s in them. I thought you put that 454 in there. No, not not without cutting the whole front end. No, it had a 327 in it, and it would fly. Yeah. Didn't he end up bending the frame on that one? I don't know. I know he probably had... He had had about 130 with me in it. (laughs) And we were going down Slough Down Road, going 130 (laughs) miles an hour. Slough Down Road is like this country road. Uh Yeah, it's got some It's straight. It's straight in some spots. It's got some turns in it, but yeah. Which we were going, uh, speaking of riding with him, we were going down 85 in the Porsche <laughs> one one night, and he had been drinking, and I looked over, and we were doing almost 150. So. <laughs> I was driving out to Tucson in uh, 84 or 85, and I came out of Friday 5 o'clock traffic, came out of Fort Worth <coughs> on... Uh, Route 20, heading to El Paso. And um, it was a Volkswagen Rabbit, me and a Subaru, <laughs> and a Porsche Turbo Carrera. And we all oh, we God. all stepped it up to 80. And then we all stepped it up to 90. And started losing the Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. And the Rabbit was gone. And then we stepped it up to 100. And we're cruising along at 100 miles an hour. My little Subaru was flat out for everything it was worth. <laughs> and at 100 miles an hour, that Porsche did a little wiggle and pulled away from me like I was standing still. Yeah. i tell you what. We, me, me and my stepmom was coming up from Mississippi up here to South Carolina. And I was driving a Mazda MX-6, five-speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was driving the last part. She said, I'm going to take a nap, keep at the speed limit. I said, okay. She dozed off. I'm driving. I'm getting bored. I think it was a Camaro IROC, I think it was. And he come flying by. I said, hey, well, hell, she's asleep. <laughs> Pulling out. I got behind him, man. We were booking it 100, 110 mile an hour. <laughs> flying down. All of a sudden, he darted behind the transfer truck and left me wide open for highway patrol. Oh, oh man. You're talking about, oh, I'm caught. When I slowed down, when I took my foot off the gas, she wakes up, and I'm already back down to the speed limit, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror, like, waiting for his cop to turn around. And she <laughs> said, where are we at? And she just kept, I said, I don't know. I just told her to stay on this road, you know. So <clears throat> she wakes up, and she's looking around. She goes, wait a minute. She said, how fast was you going? <laughs> I said, I don't know. It depends on if how bad that highway patrolman wants me. I said, if he catches me, I was doing about 110, 110. <laughs> <laughs> With me in the car asleep? Yep. <laughs> well, you remember that time me and you went to Savannah, and I got behind a tra- uh, transfer truck, and uh, <clears throat> you were laying over there asleep, and this was in an <laughs> S10 I had. I remember that. And... And a half a bottle the truck, of yeah, we were on I-95. If you've ever been on it, it's just this long, 
road <laughs> that goes on forever mm-hmm. all the way up the east coast yep <clears throat> it's straight and the truck the transfer truck was doing i don't know 105 <laughs> and i was right behind <laughs> dr don woke up and looked over there his eyes got kind of big and then he <laughs> fell back over and went back to sleep that's after taking a half a bottle of cloth and was riding with Shane. Oh, <laughs> I think I went through a whole bottle that whole day, man. Mm. I was pretty messed up that day. Whew. Yeah, we we went to Savannah that morning. We left at like four thirty in the morning for the hour and then uh, yeah, the St. Parade. Patrick's Day Saint parade. Patrick's parade yeah. Stayed down there till about what one o'clock. One thirty. It was over with, you know, about then. Yeah. Then we went to Charleston. You know, that's kind of on the way back. You know, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was on ninety five. You know, yeah. so uh, we went to Charleston. Hung out down there for about what an hour or so. Yeah. Two it hours. Was cold. It was cool. Yeah, it was cold that day. Breezy. Day. And then we come. We got back into Greenville about six thirty, seven o'clock. And I was ready to go to the uh, the Irish pub, and he, <laughs> Doctor John was like, "Take me home." Yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was wide open that day. It's a lot of driving. Uh huh. It was like I don't know how many hundreds of miles, but oh, a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, back Several. when I was a kid, New Jersey's drinking age was eighteen. Pennsylvania was twenty-one. And uh, I can tell you about this one time, five of us got on three motorcycles, rode to Wildwood, New Jersey. That's a four-hour drive. (laughs) We went down the turnpike to the Jersey Turnpike to uh, Wildwood, New Jersey, went into a bar, drank till five o'clock in the morning when they kicked us out. And... um, (laughs) All the bars in Wildwood, and that's what Wildwood's known for, they all let out at 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So the place <laughs> looks like looks like noon when you get out of there. And some guy comes walking up in front of us and walks up to my friend Barry and goes, Dave, I haven't seen you in such a long time. <laughs> Holds out his hand. He's got a handful of Quaaludes. Holds up his other <laughs> hand with three fingers going $3 each. <laughs> so we all ate quaaludes oh, proceeded God. to do wheelies down the main drag of uh, oh, <laughs> until uh, uh. one of the guys we were with ran into the back of the other guy oh, and uh, we cleaned all the bits and pieces and parts and stuff that had fallen off the bikes we got it all off to the side of the road and we're sitting there arguing and yelling at each other <laughs> <laughs> you know, because these two just wrecked. And a cop comes cruising by, rolls his window down, and he says, I think it's about time for you boys to be getting out of town. <laughs> and we were like, yes, sir, yes, sir, that's exactly what we're doing, sir. Even if we had to walk. <laughs> so we got all the bikes put back together, <coughs> and we rode to North Wildwood. Pulled into a gas station. <laughs> and two heads pop out from the car that's parked there at the gas station. They were there making out or screwing or whatever. <laughs> and all these bikes come roaring in beside them and around them. All of a sudden, they got in the front seat and left. 
<laughs> on the way home that morning, uh, my friend Jim got a bee in his helmet and oh. and at about 45 miles an hour, stepped <laughs> off his bike. Oh, my, friend Rick, oh, my friend Rick was on the back of his bike, asleep. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. So he suddenly wakes uh, up to a bike with no rider. <laughs> Ghost rider. <laughs> oh, God. Then we all pull off so... to the side of the road and we argue and bitch and fight and whatnot. <laughs> and then uh, we all decide Jim's not going to die from his bee sting and we all ride home. Of course, when we hit Pennsylvania Turnpike, it starts raining. Oh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Didn't slow oh, us okay. down, just made us cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't stand like even a mist of rain in the, on a bike. Uh-huh. That stuff hurts. Oh, man. Yeah, and we were just kids. We were like 18, 19 years old. We didn't have anything like, you know, rain suits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so every little drop feels like a little pin needle prick. Exactly. <laughs> I got caught in rain one time. I learned real quick to pull over and just wait that son of a bitch out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a long wait around here because it's supposed to rain for the next like, eight days yeah. or something. Oh, uh, we're back into that uh, that typical winter uh, circle where it's nice for two days and then it snows and rains for two or three days <laughs> and then it's nice for two or three days and then it snows yeah. and rains or freezing ice. Just enough to make you sick. Yep. Everybody. We get this rain here. This it's a mist. I hate driving in it because it's it's like a low flying cloud, like a fog. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. It's uh, every morning at four thirty. I mean, you know, if it's raining at all, it's that shit. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's like not a, even enough to turn the windshield wipers on because the, yeah. the, the wind <laughs> just enough to blow it off, but it just you can't see nothing. Right. That's yeah. horrible. So it's not fog, but it's not. Rain, rain either. either. Yeah. So, yeah. Somewhere in between. They tell me it gets foggy around here. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, it gets foggy around here sometimes. Yeah, if you go near the... Um, I have to cross over the river to go to work to go into another county, and I work in a different county. But there's a Saluda River there, which is a pretty big river, and it's always foggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost, almost every morning, you know, <laughs> summer or winter. Yeah. It's kind of a dip. You go down in this hole, and it's like you can see the fog <laughs> before you get to it. It's like whoosh, you got to go through. It's like cutting through butter. Yep. Yeah, hope the bridge is there. <laughs> yeah, I hope the bridge is there today. Well, we have the Susquehanna River runs through the central, the middle of central Pennsylvania here, and the Susquehanna River in Harrisburg is about a mile wide. So when I saw the Mississippi, wow. I thought, yeah, no, that's a river. And then when I was young and was over in Europe, we'd go by these little creeks. And they'd say, like, oh, that's the Rhine River. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the fucking creek. <laughs> or that's the yeah. Thames. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a fucking creek. That's not a river. When we um, go to Mississippi, uh, we cross over the Mississippi River. And it's, I don't know how many miles across that thing is. I mean, it's several miles. It depends on where yeah. it is. But the yeah. the... Mississippi's like Susquehanna. It's a mile, mile and a half wide. 
You know where the Susquehanna River starts? In Cooperstown, wow. New York. Cooperstown. Baseball Hall of Fame. And runs through Chesapeake Bay.